Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. And he's doing far too much. Do you want? Yeah, that he was literally awesome. ruined the experience. Oh, for me. <laughs> it was crazy, uh, um, is, there, is that all good? Yeah, all good. Um, yeah, bro, you don't need to be shy. Yeah, no, no. You know what I mean? He was just stretching out this for you. We're in, by the way. We're in right now. We're in, We're yeah. in right We're now. We're in right now. Why? Oh, <laughs> it's not quite in yet, but we're in. Come on, Cut this, because that doesn't need to be in the shot. Um, oh, fa- oh, oh, thanks. Uh, I do appreciate you, though, because I didn't show it back. No, you didn't. So I am going to, and next time, no. I'm going to yeah. do no, that. there's still time, though. Basically, yeah, <laughs> I, I was getting this because I ain't been a good host today. I didn't bring the so jerk chicken. What does delivery I do, didn't bring the. I didn't bring the, you know what I mean? I the wing stops. You know what I'm saying? I didn't bring the wingmans. I didn't do the Fezmon galley. Do you know what I'm saying? Bagel just, bite. Huh? The bagel bite. Yeah, I didn't do the bagel. I didn't bagel bite in. You get what I'm saying? Like I just, I, I was a bit only, slipping today. The only, bag, the only bagel milk. stop that we respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. Yeah, uh, are you, where, where do you stand on that? So I, I know what you're gonna say. No, do you know what? There's the only thing one is, answer. I just remember back in the days of going out. And then on the way back, stopping off in Bush. Right! And you're lying! <laughs> you're lying! Wait, stopping off where? In Bush! Right! Like it had yeah, Shepherd's Bush for people who don't live in England. It was a must. Yeah, what? It was a what? It was a must. No, no, no. It's bacon. King is king for a reason, bro. I don't even know what that is. Burger King. What are you saying? Of course it's bagel bite. Oh, 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 bagel King, I'll say it on my chest every time I do. Yeah. I promise you, that was not even a thing. That was not a thought in anyone's Listen, like, Wait, Everyone listening who knows, you just got to back me now. Do you know what it was? It's one of them things where like, I don't know. You just wasn't outside. If you didn't go, bur- if you didn't go bagel, uh-huh. bagel bite, you, you can't just wasn't say outside. It right. Come on now. This wasn't even outside. <laughs> It was just one of them ones. Honestly. Yeah? All right, okay. Firstly, before you even continue with conversation, yeah, just so that people are familiar with the voices, just say your name so that they, you know what I mean? Go on, you go, Kamali. I'm Kamali. (laughs) I'm Cheryl. Right. I'm Seb. We've got Seb here as well, yeah? Um, Cheryl, you said to me, and we'll get into like ways that you do and all that. I just want to just chat quick, yeah? Mm -hmm. 
You're not eating rice. I'm not eating Why? rice. Why? Because I want stomach on flat flat at least. Let me just do that this summer. What, and hot then, girl summer? Do you know what? Someone said on Insta today and I was laughing, warm girl summer. Warm. Warm okay. girl oh, summer. Right. <laughs> I like the sound of that. <laughs> what does and that consist of? Exactly. You know what? I mean, just for me. Lightly outside. You know. Just lightly outside. One foot outside. One foot outside. One foot. One turned leg outside. One turned leg outside. (laughs) You know, getting back into the pool and just yeah, just seeing what's happening. Swinging a step here. Well, you know, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how summer pans out. Someone out here is glowing to bits, though. I can't even believe. What country have you been in? Because I know England's been a vibe still. I've proper been in West London since well. January. Serious? Where the sun shines. I hear that. To be fair, the grass is greener. Where I'm telling you. Before that, Cavani. A long time ago. I went away at the end of last year. I did. Where did you go? Barbados. Right, but you wouldn't yeah, have kept that tan that whole time. But the t- it, look, I'm not going to lie absolutely glow into bits and you know what sometimes when the sun shines here it is a vibe sometimes do you get what i'm saying sometimes we do get that it's a bit sometimes it could be over like too hot yeah and because we're in a city and whatnot but like other than that like when you get the right balance and you're in west london as well it's different what it's There's something about yeah, you, isn't it? It's, new. it's, it's, it's inspirational. Right. No, it is genuinely. Did you grow up in West? Yeah. Right. Labrock Grove. Labrock Grove. I live right. in Marsden now. Yeah. Um, okay. I have done for a long time, but I've always worked here. Family here. Okay. So now I'm just yeah used to run the streets in Grove and West London as a whole. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah, this is. This is home, really. There's, there's something different about West London when it's when mm. the sun's out. It's you just, know what I mean? you know, carnival's approaching. Oh. oh, do you reckon it's gonna happen? Absolutely. Do you think so? Say it okay. again. Super necessary. Absolutely. I need that. I need to hear that. Absolutely, it's gonna happen. It's happen. Gonna Why? Happen. What, like, I'm just but a pessimist. I don't know. Oh, I want to believe. I want to. I want to believe. You don't want to let yourself in for it. You don't want to let yourself in for like disappointment. Disappointment. Yeah, I don't want to like. I don't want to get too, my hopes up too much, mm. but you know what it is, yeah? If Carnival wasn't on this year, I w- it's that, it not being on isn't my issue. The fact that if it isn't on and then they can, it can be used as a, as a thing for it to not be there again yes. is my issue. Whatever. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? No, that couldn't work. So, They're no, because it could them. be a thing of... <laughs> no, they, they've always been that conversation it. of, oh, moving it to here or moving yeah. it yeah. to there. Yeah. That's yeah. what worries me. Yeah. That's yeah. why I want it on. Yeah. But I'm just going to put this out as a, as a public actually. statement for the government, whatever. The, who's the mayor now? Is it still? It's it's still Sadiq. Yeah, Sadiq's still. He's out here. If you're listening, yeah. Keswick and Chelsea Borough, if you're listening... There's no way that there cannot be another carnival and we won't take to the streets by force. Oh, I'm telling you. You think, yeah, yeah, that we're not going to just, just, just (laughs) park up with a little, my subwoofer in the back of my car. It's going to happen. But last year, last year, year, we were still, it was still a bit cautious. You get me? Like it wasn't, we did the eat out to help out thing. Yep. We were, we were on the fence. It was that, was is it, it safe? Was is it not? Yeah. yeah. Right. But that's, that was as far as we went. And yeah. by August, end of August, that was already looking a bit techie. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. lockdown yeah. season three was what? October? Yes. So by August, it was a bit like, oh, cases are looking a bit mad. Right. But this year, Freedom Day is June 21st, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we're outside. Outside. We're outside. outside. Pop, smoke, outside. Huh? So Pop smokes the anthem. I'm <laughs> telling you. 
Right. I'm telling you. So I'm thinking, as long as that is the case, there's no way they could stop us. Mm. Because if you think about all the people that are going to be raving in clubs up and down the country, that's going to be the same amount of people from June 21st till Carnival. What is there, two million attendees Mm. on average each year? Probably Mm. more because we've missed a year. Mm. It's it's, it's all the same. Yeah, for real. It'll be anti-black if they do that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's true. (laughs) I'm just going to say it. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. I hear that. It's anti-black. I with you, you know. I swear. I agree with that. I love talking about Carnival, you know. Like seriously, I've had some some great memories at Carnival. In fact, let me ask you. Let me ask you. Like, let's talk about some Carnival memories. When, like, when, like, what was the best year Carnival for you? Do you remember? Oh, I mean, year before last was lit for me. Was it? Yeah, because it was just like we weren't really going, going, and then like someone said, oh. Um, Irene's got a spot, let's just go down there. Then we went down there. I was like, drank it. <laughs> and um, yeah, like half of Nigeria felt like it was in there. <laughs> and then we went to, what did we do after that? Oh, we went to some party at, um, you know that, um, it's on Goldborn Roads, that- Lelo. Yeah, so we went to a party in there. Um, and there was food in there. Oh, right, yeah, yeah they I hear that. Foods. Yeah, rice and so, that. Yes. I hear you. There was rice. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it was, that, that was really good. I'm trying to think, I think I had, and then, yeah, and then I saw like, I saw bare people that I know in there, which is always like, like nice when you're just running into people. Mm. Um, yeah, and we just like built up like a good crowd and it was just good vibes all, all the while. And I hadn't been to Carnival for a while. So that was really good. I got a question. I find it so amazing that there's a carnival happening. There's a whole carnival going on, and you might not go. It's what? What? Like how do you? How though? Like how do you? Like how does that happen? Do you know what? Like it's a just for people who do not know who live far and wide yet. Notting Hill Carnival is actually on a bank holiday week. <laughs> like, even if you don't go on Monday, you could go on Sunday because there's no work. And there's millions of people there. There's floats, there's food, there's a sound system and vibes. And you're at home. No, I wouldn't be at home though. That's the thing, I wouldn't be at home. So like, for me as well, not going sometimes means going as far as maybe the Harrow Road, the William, that used to be a thing. Not going sometimes means going just as far as the 7-Eleven and then you're just plotting there and that's a thing. I mean, I I don't really go, go, like I definitely haven't done the whole in the crowds and all of that for Um, ages. But I'm, yeah, I'm like about, oh, I'm just not here. Okay, okay. I'm not, and can I just say there was one time. I'm booking booking holidays around it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Unless I'm working. Yeah. If I'm working, then I'm not hearing it. But yeah, I'm booking so holidays around it. I kind yeah, of, I, I feel like I might get lynched for saying it, but I kind of sort of fell out of love with Carnival. So, yeah. 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 You can't relate to that. Yeah, to be no, fair, there's really one, there was one year that I was in Ibiza and I flew back <laughs> on Carnival, Carnival Sunday morning and Beautiful. I went. Mm-hmm. I, I got home 
Shower no, changed. I respect it. I respect that. I'm dedicated to this course. Yeah, I stopped feeling yeah. like that. I remember one year, this is ages ago, because I remember the car that I had. So me and my best friend were like, oh, let's. I can't even remember where we went or what we did. Stupid. We drove back through the Harrow Road. Oh, that's the mad. The way we were caught in traffic yeah, 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 was not long. even funny. And we were just like, <laughs> so we might as well just have come carnival then, because mm. now we're, mm-hmm. we're stuck here. It. Yeah, yeah, you might as well have just put, like, left like, the car and got out. Like, literally. I think we had one of our only arguments as well, because I was like, can you take over driving? Because I'm tired. She was like, no. Nah. <laughs> she <laughs> wants to watch the floats. <laughs> <laughs> it was really tense for a while. It was really tense for a while. So? Yeah. It's a must, isn't it? Super necessary from young, been going. I think my best one might have been like maybe 2000. Right. We rolled like young, but rolled like, you know, I used to roll like 20, 30, man. Yeah, all strong. The area. strong. And then obviously, as you get older, you learn to be a bit more civil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I found good times and then it was just on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Obviously, yeah. when good times went, that was a little bit, boy. Oh, good times. So that was like them times the there bus, for me. Yeah. That was proper big people's thing. Um, we we was like kind of by like sound the sound system yeah. thing is for me. Yeah. So like I'm always where the reggae dancing and all uh-huh. that is. But like being young though, a lot of my strong memories are Tim Westwood. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Tim Westwood and Rampage, Rampage. of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Rampage, of course. And I got a memory actually, yeah, of being at Rampage, and um. And then like, so say you're looking down the, the road, yeah? yeah? A rampage is like directly in front of you. Mm-hmm. Let's say I'm on the left-hand side, yeah? So I'm like looking at rampage, it's a vibe. We're just all just catching a vibe, drinking, whatnot. Yeah. And then like, I've looked to the right, cause I could see like a commotion, but I didn't know what was happening, but I'm seeing someone walking through the crowd, yeah? Mm. And everyone is like in some type of awe. Tall brother, a helmet on his head and some locks. So I'm like, who's the, like, who is that? Bodger Banton. Oh my God. When I tell you, I I almost fainted when I saw my man. Because one thing that I've always said is that like, um, in terms of being like starstruck, that has never really been me. I've got to meet a lot of different types of people, yeah? But I think that when when it comes to reggae and dancehall artists, that's always been the thing that have like touched me the most. Like if I saw Sizzler, it's over. Oh my god! And Capleton, (laughs) if I saw them, man, like yeah, I would be like a little puppy. Like, do you know what I mean? But maybe that's because of you know what my dad listens to, what my dad was listening to, and whatever. And like that played a big part in my life growing up. My dad was a DJ and stuff like that. Do you get what I'm saying? So, so yeah, I hope carnival happens. Um, and I'd love like for my little brother to see an experience carnival. I know it's a lot different now, and you were talking about falling out of love of it. And I'm I'm sort of getting to that stage a little bit. I still will always go. I feel like I'll still even just pass through. I can't not even if I say, oh, you know, I ain't going. And then what Monday night? Silly. Do you understand what I'm saying? What are you going to be doing instead? You know what? <laughs> in my yard. You know why I Never. can't relate to it? In what? No, I can't relate to it because. Do you understand what I'm saying? In your yard. Not what? 
<laughs> but there's so many different ways to do carnival. That's why. That's, I just... But that's what I mean. But when I think of going carnival, right? Yeah. I'm thinking of crowds and all of that. Mm. Yeah. But when I'm saying I don't really go carnival, you're just on the outskirts. Like, you're just there, but you're on the outskirts. Yeah. So my ex used to live on like you know Wakeman Road. Mm-hmm. So I might go on that road. I might just be no, plotting but, there, but, but, but I'm not that's going still doing carnival. Yeah. There's no, people right. that really do not do it. They're like, oh, I've never been in my whole life. Yeah. No. Not yeah. that. Yeah. Are you even I mean, alive? Uh, yeah. I grew up going Brent Carnival and Carnival, yeah, yeah. Carnival. Yes, you <laughs> still you still go. We're here talking about more from the aspect of people who just are one hundred percent don't go. Just don't are go. you soaker? Um, Carnival, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Any other day in moderation. Right. I can't. I can't. I can't do. I'm not that hardcore. Yeah. But at Carnival, absolutely. Yeah. yeah I yeah. do it all. But I like now. I've grown up. Like I'm an adult now. When yeah. I was a kid, I've been going. I've literally missed. Other than last year, I missed one carnival because I was in Barbados. Are you joking? I swear to God, I've yeah, been every year since I was literally yeah. a baby. Like, That's dedicated. Yeah, yeah, same, same. My auntie lives like, you know, right in the, in the thick of things, rampage around the corner. So it used to be from Saturday, Panorama. Panorama. Was Panorama was what used to have, cousins. it was like the pre-carnival thing where yeah. like still panning out on a Saturday. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and it's just like, just the energy cr- of the area. Let me tell you area. something, I met a Chris one there once. <laughs> Did like, you? When I was here, yeah, when I was here. Yeah, like me and Benny as well. Um, not he didn't, uh, but it was me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, just like I just always... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just remember that. Like, because them times there wasn't like, I just, I'm, I've never been the guy to like, yo, come here, kind of. I'm just, that's just not my, my thing, innit? Yeah. But you know when you get the Could eye contact it? or whatever? <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, when you get in, in Carnival, if you don't seize that opportunity, then you're pissed. Because yeah. you ain't never seen them again <laughs> ever never, in your ever, whole ever. life. Ever. But yeah, seize that one opportunity there still. Yeah, man. Look at you. you know. Yeah, nah, like what a time, man. But um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Anyway, how are you? How's how how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good man. Living yeah, good. yeah. Enjoying the sun and all these type of things. Yeah, man. Living, Living life's good. Can't right? complain, mate. Yeah. yeah sometimes you gotta um, you know, find the silver linings and the blessings in mm. in things. Even though it can be a difficult, uh, difficult at times, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But there's always, there's always a, um, there's always a blessing in there. Um, all right, cool, boom. Let's get into some conversation now. Um, oh, and actually, one last thing I realized here: yeah, as an an adult, I have to stop taking some of the risks that I take now because I'm driving. <laughs> do you know what I did today, <laughs> brother? I'm driving down the road with no petrol in my car on a mad childish one, you know. <laughs> I, I remember on my way thing. here, I was thinking to myself, I was looking at my tank. I was looking at my tank and I was thinking, imagine I broke down. Mm-hmm. And then you lot come here yeah. and then you say, where's Chuck? And I say, I've broken down because I didn't put petrol in my we've car. Yeah, yeah. Jerry can. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, that is I did the same thing today. I was driving to Shoreditch. On red. Yeah. And you know, there's the, um, before you get to City Road, there's the, the co-op. Yeah. by the McDonald's and I no but I was sitting in mad traffic from way back from like from way back and I'm looking at the thing yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's gone it was on two bars like it starts flashing when it's like you know it's low now yeah and then it went to the final bar and I'm looking at it like yeah man I'll make it and then I was sat I was sat still and I was thinking I'm not gonna make it yeah I'm gonna break off. down on City Road I'm gonna be on the on the the road traffic 
You know the yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. The oh, the outside, outside with foil on your back. Oh. <laughs> 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 I literally was like preempting the embarrassment. But I mean, I'm not trying to be standing like, outside with foil on my back. <laughs> Like one victim. Oh, oh yeah. Shut up, shut I was up. childish today too. Still, <laughs> but um, <laughs> never again though. It's off brand. <laughs> so yeah, like the people I have on the couch today are not. They're not like obviously are regular people, are human beings, and that. But not regular in the sense of just oh like chucks. I just want to come on the pod to discuss whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, this is like we got some, we got some, we got some influence in here. How about that? Yeah, that's probably the best oh way to God. put it. But what I want to do, firstly, just so that some people can be familiar with you, um, could you just go through a little bit about what it is that you do? Okay, that. I do I have to start. Yes. No, actually, yeah. make sense start. No, let's start. You go. No, so you should start. What do you do, bro? I'm an A and R. Right. So an A and R at a distributor called Believe. I'm an A and R over there, so I'm working numerous projects and whatnot. And then I also sit on the independent strand of the Black Music Coalition. Right. Um, and that's it in a nutshell, without going into too much, unless you want more. Um, no, 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 no. Um, you go, show. So um, I am a lawyer, a barrister, and I am oh, the. Yes. Um, I, do you know why? Like, why did I not know that you was like? How, are you practicing? Oh yes. <laughs> what a music lawyer or like no, 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 a criminal a music lawyer? Yeah. Oh, we got to have a different, different conversation. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I read books on that. That's like, one of my favorite. Like one of my things. But yeah, go on anyway. Yeah. And I um, chair the Black Music Coalition. Right, right, right. And you, um, time ago. Yeah, you brought this to my yeah. attention. Um, you did a podcast with someone that I know, I've yeah. known for a long time, actually. Lala, she Lala. sends her love, by the way. Yeah, honourable shout out to Lala. She was here. She's been here before. Really? Yeah, when we were early oh, yeah, filming. I can't remember what we was um, I think talking I've about. I've seen that one. I've seen that one. Was she was we poet there? Yes, poet yeah. was there. Was it about? Oh, um, yeah, I remember. I remember who exactly. I don't know. Was it know. about? Um, oh wow! About that was black early. women, something about. Was I it? can't remember. I really, really. I, can't I've, I yeah, definitely, look, I've look, definitely yeah, yeah, seen it, and I know she was. Just and you, you came to our podcast. podcast, and I came to your podcast. Yeah, and yeah. I completely and can't podcast. remember. I, I remember it. I definitely remember it, but I've forgotten until Lars you told sent me. me. Lars sent me the episodes, and I'm so like, still I, there. I literally, yeah, I literally God, said to her, "This is wild," because I watch your podcast on like YouTube. Yeah. And I don't feel like, like when I'm watching it, why don't I have this thought of, oh, oh remember when? Yeah. And she said, yeah, Poet came as well. And I'm like... Yeah, I remember we were talking I about Beyonce like, in that ma- one. That's what she said. <laughs> oh. we talk, the, the title's got Beyonce in it. I have like mad gaps in my social memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do like, I do. Air. There's yeah, nothing so there. So if you so say this happened, I'll tell you you're lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's one of those. So I'm just like, hey. She's like, yeah, don't you remember? I was like... <laughs> how do you how do you how do you quickly how do you find like working in like the criminal like aspect of your work like you must see some really interesting stuff and like obviously come across some proper interesting cases i, re- I read a book by um 
Alexandra Wilson, Wilson I think her yeah. name is. It's in black and white, and she was talking about her experiences and like also, um, you know, like some of the things that even like young black people face in the court system yeah. and stuff like that. You must see a lot yeah. of this, right? Yeah. So I, I, um, I love the people. I hate the system. Right. And when I say the people, I mean my clients and stuff. You know, I'm just like that's the kind of thing that kind of got me into it. People, I'm a people person. I like, I'm like you. I like chatting to people, hearing their stories. I advocate on behalf of people. Um, but yeah, I just um, I don't like the system. So mm. yeah, it's like we can talk about that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I, don't, I know. I could. You know, I, I got a million. I got a million. I got a million. But we'll do that another time. You go. Um, I'm Somali again. Um, I'm an A and R at Parlophone Records. Real G. Um, and I am one of the founding members and sit on the executive committee of the Black Music Coalition. Right. Um, I also run a space called the Debrief, which is, at the moment, obviously in pandemic life, it's an online space for Black women and women of color in the music industry. Right. Um, mostly execs, but you know, in turn, we champion Black female artists and women of colour that are artists too. Um, and what else do I do? I've got a clothing brand, oh, Kings nice. Ransom London. Nice. Um, yeah, that's me. How's the industry sure. treated you? Such no a more. big question. It's though. a massive question, <laughs> but as a whole, yeah. as a whole, like, I think I've had a pretty positive uh, experience so far. Like I've been in A&R, like my actual A&R job for three years now. Um, and then before that I was an intern I was doing radio promo, which it was just my kind of foot into the label world. Um, but before that, I just did music and worked amongst it for the love of it, really. Yeah, yeah, because um, I'd been seeing you around for however many I years. I know, so many <laughs> And I love, yeah. you know, I love that, you know, because one, one thing that I like here is that, like, when you are a fan of something, yeah, so let's just say, for example, the common denominator is music. Like, we have a genuine love for music you go we might be going certain places and you sometimes you just start seeing some of the same people yeah, mm -hmm. yeah? people that are like you know have their own aspirations or just hustling yeah, yeah. trying to do their thing or whatnot and that's why i always tell people i'm like listen it's so good to connect because as you start progressing you start seeing other people around you progressing mm -hmm. and then ultimately it it makes phone calls easier because yeah. we already have a, mm -hmm. a thing we already have a foundation we can already speak on a certain type of level because we've seen each other around and that there's there's definitely some power in that but yeah it's you were someone i've been seeing around for a long time out here Donkeys. just yeah, I know, yeah just I know. out here hustling and whatnot and it's so good that you're you've you've be, you've been found your feet do you get yeah. me thank you i appreciate that you, names you've signed um i've got hamza right. um who is a 22 year old singer songwriter from hackney she's called like one of the i think obviously biased but one of the best voices that we've seen in a long time um she's just dropped a track with mira may called in between Mira's very cold, cold. Well. Yeah, yeah just yeah. you know it's a very like much a female empowerment moment and yeah kind of like very on brand i think it's probably the most on brand song i've ever worked on yeah. um so yeah super excited about her um and then manelia as well she's another new r&b singer two dark-skinned black women as well i might add which is not an easy an easy feat in this game but um again super talented queen of r&b she's coming hardest worker neat, like neat, yeah. neat, neat, neat. yeah that's that, those are two so far i've had some others but oh, cool yeah 
You're in, you're working. You're working. <laughs> you're working. <laughs> so I'm going to go on a small tangent to get to the point of like, you know, the conversation of where yeah. we're at, yeah? Uh, I had a conversation with Tinchi and I was saying to Tinchi, yeah, I have now made a promise to myself that like there's certain videos I can't watch anymore. Um, today, I saw someone sent me a video of this young you that was being stabbed in in um, Birmingham. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there was at first I saw mm. the high park thing, yeah. and these youths are running up and down the place mm-hmm. with the machetes and whatnot, and um, and like just chop trying to chop each other and stuff. And then I saw like another video footage of these um, guys that were stabbing this 14 year old boy. He had a, he, he had something with him as well, but it looked like they were just stabbing him and whatnot, yeah. And I'm watching this and I'm saying to myself, I don't know how much more of this stuff type of stuff. Like this is not good to be taking in things like this. Like it's such a, it's like almost the norm to see these type of things now. Do you know what I mean? And then even, you know, going back and seeing like what happened with George Floyd and whatever, yeah. If I'm being honest, I feel like I was so desensitized to stuff that at the time that it happened, obviously I know that it's mad, but I've seen so much of things mm. like that, that it's like, you know what? It's just another one of those mad situations that happened. But this time last year, it got to a point where I feel like a lot of us and a lot of people are like, no, hold on, there needs to be a conversation. Like we actually need to, we need to talk about this because there's a lot of trauma in this. And also with that, we're, we're now becoming desensitized to something that we should not be becoming desensitized to. So I say all of that to say this, talk to me a little bit about, or not even a little bit, but talk to me about the Black Music Coalition because I know that that had started from the essentially what happened to George Floyd and the viral video that went around with him. Yeah. So how did that come about? The thing is, I'm, I'm not in music, right? But um, when that happened, obviously I have friends, well not obviously, but I have friends who are in that industry. And um, just so many conversations were happening across quite a few professions. But just before I get into what was happening there, people looking and talking in their workspaces, let's just go back to the whole thing about trauma. So like these things that we see and hear and that happen on the news, black people being killed, brutalized, stuff like that, um, they have an effect. And I think it's the, the, the continuous nature of them. You think that you're desensitized, but actually I don't think it is mm. I don't think I don't think that we are desensitized. Mm. Mm. I think that what we're doing is just laying laying the trauma on top of each other mm-hmm. and it becomes it feels like it's normal and normalized but it's not and you find ways of coping with it and dealing with it because mm. we have to because we still have to get on. Mm-hmm. And getting on is what we do like we go to work we still have to take care of the kids we got to do all of that sort of stuff george floyd happened at a moment of pause so we didn't there was some stuff that we weren't doing we weren't getting up at 7 a.m jumping a shower getting ready having man was getting up at 12 30. (laughs) 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 
Hey, man, I'm going out midday with no remorse. <laughs> yeah, with, with, no, with no specific plan yeah. for the day. Yeah. Mm. So you had a lot more. I know in that period I had a lot more thinking time. I had a lot more time to just like be. So mm. when something like that happens at a time where you're not bombarded with all your day-to-day kind of things that you have to get on and do, I think what it means is that you are open you're open and then you you respond to it you respond in the natural way you would have and the way people responded was with absolute shock disgust like trauma being triggered and you know obviously talking to each other and when i say people i'm i'm talking about like my whole lifestyle is very black mm. right so I work in quite a white profession, a very white profession, but my lifestyle is very black. So when I talk about people, I'm talking about my people. We're talking about it, we're reacting to it. We're like, the fuck? But then you realize that some of the world is not reacting like that. And so you turn to your people and you start talking about it. And people were just, people were just like, nah. You know that George Floyd video? I haven't watched all of it. I saw some of it. But that's effectively a snuff video. I don't Mm -hmm. watch stuff like that. We should not be... Like, you know when you you see or you hear of videos being sent round of people being purposely killed, like Mm -hmm. beheaded, Mm -hmm. all of that kind of shit? Mm -hmm. You won't put yourself through that. That wouldn't be displayed somewhere Mm -hmm. so openly. But we were shown over and over and over and over a snuff video that's what that shit was so there's layers of there's layers of 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 may 25th you know there's layers that it happened that it kept being shown Mm. there was just so much do you know like you mentioned yeah that like when all of that happened, like we would be turned black to, you know, some people was talking about it, yeah. And um, on the pod, we always talk on and off about these type of things. And um, I've always felt like with my circle of friends or whatever, whoever that may not be black, I, we could talk openly and honest about stuff and they get it. But one thing, that really upset me was when I realised wow there's actually one or two that don't and I I've ne- I never said this yeah but like there was a couple of conversations that I had there was one in particular yeah that like to this day I'm still finding it very difficult to move past it like I'm trying hard Why are you trying to, move, to move past it but I can't move yeah, past so it. Yeah, so why are you trying don't for? Don't try, bro. I why don't know. Tra- who's that for? Why are you trying for? I don't know. I ask myself that all of the time, yeah. I think, you know, because that that friendship was, a, like, a very deep one, uh, maybe this is, isn't for now. But you know what, like, there was just a couple of things that I just, it, I just found it very difficult to get. And that's when I, I think in that conversation... That was when it was like, um, kind of going to what you were speaking about in terms of like saying, yeah, but we, we ultimately we're not desensitized to it. We're just putting like mm. just layers in it, yeah. 
But at that point, my reaction to that conversation and how I felt, it all started coming yeah. up. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. And and that was like also in some senses me addressing actually how I, you know, just verbalizing how I really feel. Yeah, how I and 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 what upset me was that like that person wasn't able to just actually sit back and listen and be like, wow, you know what? I didn't realize it was like that for for you. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'm sitting here and I'm joking. We talk about certain things or whatever. I might talk about yeah. an experience that I had when I was in a different country or whatever, yeah. And I'm joking about it. Yeah. I'm telling the truth, but I'm delivering it in a way where we can just laugh and joke or whatever. But, like, essentially deep how that must have felt, though. Mm. When You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, of course. But I think that's what we naturally do as people. Because, like, if you're from the bottom, like 90% of us, do you know what I mean? You naturally would do that. Is you can't really articulate your emotions and whatnot. The easiest thing to do is play it off with humour or some sort of comedy, right? Because then it's just like you're never really touching the surface. And you're like Cheryl just said, you're adding like another layer to it. But do you know what I mean? You're never really getting into it. And I think that whole period of lockdown and then the George Floyd thing happening made people just everyone was already tapping into their emotions and feeling stuff. And then that just kind of tipped it over and made people be like, actually. Let me really face this shit, like have awkward conversations with friends or even with bosses or whatever. Right, Do you know right. what I mean? Because I think it was evident, I think evident for everyone to see that no matter how far we feel we've come as people, as humans, we've still got a long way to go. If this stuff's still happening in the heat of a lockdown in what, 2020? Yeah, yeah, 2020. Do you know what I mean? In what is considered the... the the civil world. Do you right. know what I mean? We're not living in third world countries where this is happening. This is, cause, this is the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. Developing. <laughs> Take that bit out, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, in developing There's a lot of you know, don't yeah, play... No, she, when it comes to words, yeah? <laughs> no, no, no. Don't ramp with her, No, yeah? but do you know what I mean? We're, we're, <laughs> we're, in, we're living in countries where, yeah. like, they pride themselves on being civil and so-called proper. So mm. for that to happen, I think, yeah, it just made a lot of people start thinking. And I had a lot of conversations with people, like, just ringing me brethren that I hadn't spoke to for time that, like, you know, just weird to hear some of the things they were saying, like people that are doing, you know, never had a job or whatever, you know what I mean? Guys that just do what you would say is an archetypal job for a young black man. Um, do you know what I mean? Like literally tapping into emotions and feeling things that they hadn't and actually really reevaluating maybe how they approach things mm-hmm. and how they carry themselves. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I think, yeah, I just think it sparked something in everyone. And some people, yeah didn't some people just thought oh you know it's not, is it that bad for you guys like yeah yeah you know you're in England it can't be that and bad that, that was kind of like how that conversation started happening in, in the workplace now innit yeah was that by force now and when I say by force I mean not just so much what's happening outside mm-hmm. was that because of what the colleagues and the employees were bringing into the office now or th- were they willing to just by themselves say you know what hold on is there a conversation we need to have? You know what it is? I think, like, just to kind of reiterate what these guys have said, I think it was a perfect storm. Mm. At that moment, we'd been in lockdown for what, two months. Mm. And, you know, none of us have ever lived through this before. Like, I don't think anyone live in memory. I don't know if there's been pandemics in other countries where it's not been global like this. And people are losing family members, they're not seeing their family, they're working from home under stressful conditions. Maybe you're not working from home, maybe you can't, 
money's cut. Like, it was very bleak for a lot of people, do you know what mm. I mean? And like everyone said, there was more time, whether you're working or not. You had time to really just be like, wow. Also for people, I think the power in it was actually the fact that we were in this pandemic. And for the first time, non-black people were getting almost a taste of what it's like to not be part of the favoured. Right. Because it was like, raw, hold on. So so we're all in this boat now. It doesn't matter if you're rich, mm. poor. Yeah. 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 Genuinely, anyone can get it. That's what it was. Because there's people that like they've never questioned the government before. Mm. (laughs) They've never thought, oh, that the government are moving mad, you know. Apart from like general elections and oh, like this MP or that MP or this prime minister or whatever, they've never actually had enough of a reason that really rocked their day to day. And you know, the fact they couldn't go to the pub. These things that really strike a deeper chord in terms of their day to day life. They've never had to deal with that the way that we as black people and other minorities that, you know, are persecuted and have been for a long time. Like, like the experiences you spoke about, it's like, yeah, we can all sit here and banter. We've all got a story about being in another country and this mad thing happened. Yeah. And got this chased country by dogs. Well. Yeah, yeah, and this yeah, country. Yeah. Got chased by dogs, you know, it was mad. I had to, do you get, yeah, we, can yeah. all, we can all get it. And it's like, uh, yeah, funny, but it wasn't funny well. because most of my white friends don't have a similar story for the same reasons. Right. Do you get me? And I think that period of time was like, everybody was reflecting. And I think the world has also been, you know, on that shift for a minute, like the Me Too movement. Yeah. There's been a, a, I guess, a cultural awakening, but it wasn't as race focused as that. And I think the George Floyd video, which I, I couldn't watch, I don't watch mm-hmm. any of them videos. I think that's not, yeah. I don't think it's appropriate for any of us to watch it. Mm. To me, it just like harks back to, it's like a lynching video, isn't it? Like yeah, yeah, back yeah. in the day when mm. you, they were lynching black people in public and, you know, white people would come and have a picnic in front of it and bring their kids and yeah, that. Yeah, and that was a day out, that was a vibe. To, to me, that's just a modern day version of it. And now mm. we're on Twitter and we can, you know, have a discourse about it. It's weird to me, but mm. obviously I think the key thing about that video is the length of time of it. And I think afterwards it was like, raw. so what, that really happened. And you want me to crack on and go back to work? And no one's going to say how mad it was. Right. I've never heard of someone being suffocated for nine minutes. Never heard of it. Yeah. And shown on video. Yeah, and we live, all just on, go, live oh, on the cam. Right, and the person that did it isn't shot dead. Because had the roles been reversed now... Oh, what? Do you see what I'm trying to say? Brother, that wouldn't have lasted. That wouldn't have lasted It wouldn't have been minute. nine minutes, No. The same way that mass shootings, if it's a, you know, you know, yeah, you know how it goes. So I just felt like it was for so many, all those reasons that I've just listed and more that I'm sure I've missed. Like it was like, this can't actually run, you know, run. furthermore from, from our point of view in the music industry, mm. like we are able to work from home as difficult as it is in terms like other than the live sector, which obviously has taken a massive blow because of the pandemic. Like yeah. we were working I don't know about you, said, but I was working mad hours, like yeah. Zoom calls any time of night. Oh, yeah, <laughs> what, you're about? No, trust me, yeah, at the yeah. beginning, because we were all, I guess, worried that we had to overcompensate. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, raw, oh, is this going to work? Like, there was artists that we were trying to sign, like, it was all going on. Just trying like, to figure it out. Yeah, and when we first got told we were working from home, it was like, yeah, we're going to just try it for two weeks and then we'll be back. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we yeah, haven't been yeah, back yeah. in a year and a half, do you know what I mean? So it was yeah. all very, it was all just a weird time. And so, um, 
yeah, I think it was odd because we weren't in the office. And like Cheryl said, it wasn't that thing of just got to crack on. It wasn't actually that. It was just like, right, you know what? I'm sitting at my kitchen table, yeah? And I've just had a label meeting, for example, or just whatever meeting you had that day mm. or the day after or whatever. And you're just like, nah, man, this, is, this right. is mad. And this is going to your point because the conversations in workspaces, yes. they weren't, leadership wasn't bringing it up. No. It was, if, 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 if black people had allowed it, black people and their allies had allowed it, it would have been business as normal. 100%. They would have Somebody even have spoken in my about chambers it. sent round an email and that triggered a course of mm. discussions. But in workspaces and workplaces everywhere, leadership were, were, were fucking bird box and mute about it. Mm. Yeah. And that said, that said too much. Mm. That said too much. But that has been the norm because obviously George Floyd, he's not the first person mm. that got killed or even, it's not even like he was the first person in a while. Mm. That, these are happening at yeah. a thick and fast rate. And I think for us, it was like, hold on. So we were just, I guess you start talking in your silos and yeah. just like, oh, like, you know, it wasn't the three of us, but, yeah. you know, it's just like, right, I'm on this call. It's like, you lot, like, what are you saying? And Shara uh, and Afriye, who are um, the co-founders of the Debrief platform that I've got um, alongside them, we were just having a catch up that day anyway. So we started talking about it. They're also having their conversations. Um, and it was like, you know, we're all just going to get on a call. Like, and then the show must be paused. The US arm kind of, you know, made this announcement that we're doing Blackout Tuesday. And yeah, I so this is this, and this is like a year to the well, maybe a, a couple a year of to days. The week now, a week mm-hmm. now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's the same week. So yeah, yeah it was about about a week after mm-hmm. George George Floyd's murder, and um, yeah, like we all just resonated with the movement. And I know a lot of people especially outside of the industry, they were just kind of like, oh yeah, but what's like, what's posting a black square going to do? And what's Yeah, there that? was like, a lot, of people were, a lot of people was, there skeptical. were people that were sceptical on it. Mm. Yeah. See, for me, yeah, sorry to interrupt you, no, right? No, The way that I saw it was, yeah, of course, we know that there's like a lot of things that need to be, we know that there's like a bigger thing that needs to happen mm. for there to be changed. We know that, yeah? And yes, we also know that conspiracy theories are a thing. But <laughs> there's a real life thing that is going on anyway yeah. in the system. Yeah. So fuck, because this was this pissed me off. Mm. Like when a couple of times I'm on the phone now and people are hitting me about these mad conspiracy theories. I'm like, I hear all this conspiracy <laughs> theory shit, but I went through some shit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, people yeah, I know yeah, yeah, have yeah. gone through some shit. Yeah. And there's a systematic, mm-hmm. systematical thing that's happened or whatever, yeah. or been happening or whatnot. So even for, fuck that for a minute. Yeah. And actually it's like, Taking the sense out of nonsense. Yeah. Do you get yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay, cool. You know that there's something good, but there's actually a real life conversation. Like, just try to tap into that for a minute. Yeah. Fuck the conspiracy mm. theory yeah, and all yeah, of this yeah. type of yeah. shit. 100%. Like, there's something happening. Like, actually just pay attention to that. So this is why, even with that, the square thing, I'm like, look, if this is a way to make people, at least someone, think about something for a second, yeah. let's just roll with that for yeah, a minute. Definitely. Then we can go on, on to the next thing and, and look at what it is that we need to do. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? But if we all had the attitude of, well, what is that going to do? Well, what is this going to do? How do we affect change then? We can't. Yeah, we can't. And I think also it was more of a, a lack of understanding about why it was significant that it was a Tuesday and what it really meant for everybody to effectively down tools for that day. Why was it a Tuesday? I didn't because know. in in like the working week in music, we kind of work towards 
a Thursday night, Friday morning release schedule. So like New Music Friday and oh. all that kind of stuff, yeah? So Tuesday is a day where if if you're not patterning your shit by Tuesday for a release... <laughs> oh, then you're... Then your release is, is on Friday's it's, it's looking higgy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you yeah, might yeah. get it out. It's, it's not ideal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll get it over... You might get it over the line, but it's a stumbly yeah. one. It's it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like certain like I don't know production delivery dates are mm. a Wednesday and I don't get me wrong effectively you should have done that it should it be the week of but there's just certain things yeah, like the yeah, Tuesday yeah. is a significant that, part yeah. of the week yeah and most people wouldn't it's you know unless right, you so do it down tools on but that down and tools on that day is important for that reason but also it signifies the fact that if all the black staff in these in these music companies because yeah, it was music focused too. most of us are at junior intern level maybe mid-management and then you've got a couple of the heavy hitters who you know mm. the rickies the glins the benny scars yeah. twin oh. who are you know mm. there's a lot of them mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want to miss anyone out but mm. we know that the characters and the major players yeah and there's there are more of them now but for a long time there was really not that many do you no, know what no. i mean so it's like <laughs> no no that's so, so if you've only got See the people at the top of any company, mm. they're not doing the work every day. Yeah. They're not the ones that are keeping the engine running. Mm. It's all the people. It's you lot. Right. Yeah, it's the mm-hmm. ones that are that. that down to yeah, right. yeah, yeah, So if we if we if we say, you know what, yeah, you know what, we agree with the show must be pause US, like we're in the same boat, we resonate with this, we don't agree with this and And they're pissed actually, because you know what it is, yeah? Not all of the time, but sometimes. Yeah. See, like, the ones that are, like, on the higher-ups and that. They don't have the ear to the ground like that because they yeah. employ people to have their ear to the ground like that. Exactly. So if the ear, people that have, have got the ears are not there, yeah. then th- things can't run. Exactly. And so that was the thinking behind right. it. And obviously, the black squares are, we're living in a social media time. That kind of thing is effective. The same way for Fire Festival, they got all the influencers to post orange squares. Like, mm. it's not, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that there's not a conspiracy behind, whatever. But realistically from the inside that's the way i saw it and i was like you know what that's a really good idea and we're already on in this pressure cooker and all of us are you know there there are more of us than ever as black people in the industry doing Mm -hmm. great work like on mass in a way that before it was a one in one out thing there was a couple of us and cherry pit she got and we had to work in a certain way and wear a certain face and kind of package our artists a certain way but I would say from 2016 oh, onwards. Oh, yeah. Well, you yeah. know what? All you got to do now is look at some of the parties that's happening Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. What? Right. <laughs> like, before, when you go to, like, I know, like, a couple of times, like, back in the day, like, when, like, Benny's my guy, mm. yeah? So, like, when he, and he was doing his thing with, like, his a and yeah. in and whatnot. Mm. And so we'd go to a couple of the parties and that, and it was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm here. Like, this is good, because I'm here, but... It's not feeling. You get what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm here, you know. It was only the only parties that were. Huh? It's a little, yeah, the a little bit stiff. It was a bit stiff. Yeah, a bit stiff. Yeah, but the only other, only the only one that was like a vibe was Reggie Yates' party. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a vibes. Um, but then now. Like the you know parties that Glyn and them man are hot. When I go to that, I'm like, I can, you know what I'm saying? It's just, and it's like the man, and the people are, yeah, it's a proper vibe still. So it's, it's you can see it's just changed now. Yeah, yeah, and and obviously it should. It's overdue. Like we've been doing amazing work. Like all of those guys that you just mentioned mm. and I mentioned, mm. plus more, they've been making strides forever in much harder circumstances too. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of us now. But it's like we can't. We can't all just exist separately and we can't all just keep mm. running our own race because effectively 
we've got to be in this together and so mm. we took that day as a day to just be like yeah you know what we're gonna link up so we had this massive zoom call and effectively this is, is this just, the meeting this was a meeting all oh, yeah, right it so was the, very we can't informal. we can't gloss over this because people no, there's a lot of people that don't know yes what this was yeah yeah so there was um so blackout tuesday was announced by the show must be paused which is in america so two women jamila and brianna who uh one works at platoon one is now um at Motown. Motown she just mm. got a new is it SVP position mm. just announced I think yesterday um, they were spearheading that two black women who just said yeah you know what enough now do you get me enough. and they spearheaded that and you know we were chatting and going back and forth with them and just said yeah like cool we're gonna like we're back in this also and so we all had this conversation amongst all of each of ourselves and um, like initially like in little groups and then when Tuesday came Blackout Tuesday we yeah it was just like yeah you know what i'm I'm not working today and because there was whispers of that throughout the industry there were some of the companies like like warner who i work for they were like yeah we're happy for you lot to observe this day like no problem right. and i do think like to your point earlier i think those companies were just like right okay cool like you lot do whatever it is that you need to do we stand in solidarity you know everyone posted their pledges of anti-racism and all of that which is you know a great stand to make but that's all it was at that point and that was fine so blackout tuesday come now and again this is a very informal thing this wasn't like we all sat like you know plotting like we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just it was it was honestly yeah. vibe. I, heard Same a, way, I heard about a meeting that was like a very kind of important meeting that yeah was, that was yeah. actually a precursor that was a separate thing i wasn't actually at that meeting oh, okay, okay it was it was just about uh it was an industry-based thing and it was just like, oh, you know what? What do we all think of this collectively? How is this going to affect our artists, whatever? But I wasn't privy to that. So I'd rather not okay, fair, fair. Like, mm-hmm. talk yeah, on yeah, it because I went yeah, yeah. there. But that was kind of the precursor. That was just before George Floyd. And so it was just like, right, we're all in lockdown. As you can imagine, it's a busy, mm. it's a busy industry. It's rare that you're going to get all of us in a room at one time if it's not like the Brits or... Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's, so it was like, right, we can do this on Zoom. Like, everyone's just, yeah, cool. Like, yeah, what are you saying? So that was kind of the precursor to it. And then fast forward a week now to Blackout Tuesday and we did it again. So it's just word of mouth, innit? Everyone's just like, yeah, this is a Zoom link. Like, we're just going to link up, talk. Talk about the state of play and, like, where we're state at. Play, yeah. How far away are we? You know, we've got people like me who've you know i'm pretty new technically and i'm not super high up in the industry compared to the glens the rickies the twins um jackie davidson like there's some legends that have jackie, been jackie jackie i'm definitely gonna a hundred percent every like, time cool. like ja- i yes. love jackie's i used to work with jackie's exactly so yeah. it's like too many to mention but there's been so many people who have operated at different periods of time of this industry in this country and faced maybe different challenges but at the core of it it's the same yeah it's the same same and like maybe yeah you know Mm -hmm. now it's a bit easier because there's strength in numbers there's more of us and you know there's certain challenges like i was saying before like 2016 hit and the type of music that black artists were allowed to make was different Mm. skepta didn't have skepta comes through with shutdown and that's Mm. not me Mm. and meridian dan german whip there's Kojo Funds, Young Bane, Jay Huss. Like, mm-hmm. there was an influx from 2016 onwards to yeah, now, which man. is still happening right now. And we're still yeah, yeah, yeah. not even touching the surface of where that's, this, this is it's yeah, going to be. Yeah, yeah. we're literally right at the, the start. Yeah, but right then, that was when it all changed. Because before that, like, not because it was bad, but we had to 
really repackage and repurpose ourselves and our sound and how we presented to be non-threatening to you know like remember when Skepta was making yeah, yeah, traps yeah. for yeah, for, yeah. for the party yeah, islands don't get me that. wrong they yeah, were yeah, cold yeah. 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 like is he amnesia yeah. Well, no, yeah. he was fucking no, I mean up. let's be clear some of them some of them weren't some of them some of them ate aged as well and some of them and also some of them will not do them at their shows anymore and some of them will also and some of them will also like not they'll just not want to hear it but you know what though I say all of that to say this year they needed to do that. They yeah. had to. They had to do that. It was a survival thing, right. do you get yeah. me? And it was like, it was a very important mark to me, just in the journey of black music in this country. It was just like, right, you know what, 2016 come. Yeah, I'm at the Brits in my trackie. Yeah, 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 strong. Tell mm. me something. Tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's gonna tell me anything? Or when Kanye come and do the Brits with oh, all the shit. Yeah. remember that? Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. like, like what are like, well, 100 man was yeah. there right. in the, like, yeah. At the time, for us, yeah, this is, like we can look back on it now because of how everything's progressed since, yeah, and be like, yeah, that was that was just sick. But if we really sit down and think about it, yeah, that was completely revolutionary. And oh, even the a people million at the time percent, that yeah. were like, oh, yeah, but what you went and you, you, your Kanye's backing dancers. It's like no, like no, you're so short sighted. Yeah, like yeah, 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 you yeah. want us to stay in the gutter. No, yeah, you don't yeah. get what this is. Like this mm. is this is a spectacle. Do you remember the little clip that Skepta used on his finger? Yeah, it's like, yeah, on prime time, take it, that is the outrage so all yeah. of a sudden now we're able to take up space that we didn't there wasn't enough of us that had the power the voice the platform mm-hmm. the the autonomy to do that so yeah. fast forward now to 2020 and what you're gonna kill a black man on 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 camera for nine minutes and then tell us yeah he's still walking around free because he's a police officer it was it was lawful yeah. it's mm-hmm. like no that's not gonna that's can't that cannot work so yeah. it was it was very much that call that we did that day it was just a not to overlap brands, but it was a debrief. Like mm. we actually all had to debrief and really just say like, right, like how are you feeling? Cause that work, we're not getting asked that no by our white yeah, counterparts. Do you know it. what I mean? And, yeah, yeah. No one's and asking just, you yeah. how you're feeling. No and one, no one even knows that you're gonna be feeling. So that's my kind mm. of, that was right. like, yeah. you know, I have some, I have some views, but you know, <laughs> this might not be the time for them, yeah. but they though the views that I had were almost like underscored and underlined when I just saw mm. so you you guys can just go on as normal and not even check in yeah so so was yeah. that essentially the birth of um yeah the black music coalition inadvertently yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. we didn't because on that day went out. yeah because on that day yeah. we literally was just I was just part of the not part of the crowd in a bad way but it, it, we weren't in charge mm. of anything it was just like yeah boom like this is a zoom link like we we all shared I can't remember who initiated yeah. it there was other people there was Whitney Boateng who was um one of the original she founders works of it. she works at William Morris now right uh yes yeah. yes she just exactly. recently started just got a great job her. there mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um there was Faye Hoyt also who's marketing director at EMI um who was also started out with us. Um, she's on maternity leave right now. So she's taking a step back, mm-hmm. big up Faye. But <laughs> there was kind of, after the, after that chat and we all debriefed, we chopped it up, like we shared stories and raw, this is still happening and that's still happening. And then it was just like, okay, cool. Like we're, we're gonna go away and think about this and really work out what we wanna do differently. And so mm. off the back of that, so yeah, Cheryl and I, Afriye and Shah, um, Whitney and Faye, we all kind of, 
I don't know, we just took charge, I think, as black women do. Right. And not not without oh, any that. input from anyone else. It wasn't that, but it was just like, you know what, like we're just gonna crack on in it and we're gonna mm. consult the whole group and whoever's riding's riding, but we penned this open letter to the industry. Yeah, um, and that was really, I guess, the, the, the real birth of the Black Music Coalition because we yeah. felt like, you know, that's not to say there's not other organizations that exist already, there, there are plenty, but you know, sometimes it is a thing of timing yes. and how we're gonna amplify all of these voices and all of this work that's been being done. Yeah. Mm. It's not that we're not reinventing the wheel at all here, but it's just like you gotta take you gotta seize the moment. Um, yeah. But yeah. we really didn't start this thinking that it would end up in the Black yeah. Music Coalition. That was like, honestly when I, when I, was not, I don't even think at that stage when the letter was being crafted, that like I, I, I knew of the conversations through Shah. So Shah and I are really good friends. We've known each other for like over 20 years. So then she brought the letter to my attention and I was reading it and saying, oh, maybe like, I don't know, change this bit, da, right. da, da, mm -hmm. just like looking it over. And then she kept, right? No, 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 semicolon done. So basically grammar gag. So, yeah, so just looking at it and just, you know, on the friendship side, just talking about what was going on and me talking about what's going on um, in my profession and sharing stories. And those conversations were regular because me and Shah speak regular anyway. Mm. And then I think after it went out, then there was like, yeah, there's more work to be done because mm. this letter now has set out like five um, calls to action. Yeah, and who was, where was the letter going? Like for people who don't know, like you, you've, You've put a letter together, but where was this letter to go? So literally it hit press, but it was it was it was speaking to the industry. Right. And it was speaking to the echelons Got of you. the industry. Yeah. Saying like this stuff. So yeah. the chair. And there was the five things of, that were on this letter. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like literally the CEO's chairman mm -hmm. of a lot of the labels, a yeah. lot of the music companies, Spotify, like just across the board, as many as we could really reach um yeah. in that time. And yeah, like just saying, this is what it is. And Do I you think, remember what was like? Obviously, you would. Yeah. But what was on the letter so that people know? Like yeah, some of the Cheryl some of the things. So, um, one of them was about the was the letter set out about the use of the word urban. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. Um, the lack of um, black people in high senior positions. yeah senior positions. Um, Honestly, off -head. There was one about um, like mandatory anti-racism training. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, and anti-oppression training, yeah, across the board for staff. Um, and these things. There was one that also that said um, for each company to commit a specific annual budget to financially support black organisations. Yeah. Um, that was there. And so, that was really off the back of all the pledges because a lot of the companies off the back of George Floyd's murder mm. and posting their black squares and their messages of solidarity, they were like, you know, we've got this $100 million fund. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah, was yeah. a lot of funds that were pledged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got a fund. you got a fund. Which obviously on the surface sounds great, but yeah. there's, you know, a lot of red tape in that and yeah. $100 million, yeah. where is that allocated? Who does that go to? Who really Over sees it? Mm. All of these time. things. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, it's all well and good pledging that on social media and everyone going, oh, yeah, this is great. But it's like, okay, but who's even have you even yeah. got enough black people that work for you that can even advise on mm. how this is best spent yeah 
That's it. So, so it was, yeah, it was all of those things. And all of the, like, the calls to action weren't, like, plucked out of just the air. They were, like, things that... that on that call that we did on Blackout Tuesday, right. like, these were the issues. Yeah. These yeah. were the overarching issues. They and weren't so, the only ones, but, yeah, yeah. you know, the ones that, on average, everybody sort of raised. Yeah. Um, and it was a start. And even, I know the, the, the urban point was... A, a little bit contentious for some people because US. it's a yeah because it's a different context here than it is in the US. Mm. Like the US, urban denotes like autonomy, and that is they're proud of that word. They've worked for that word, mm. um, which is fine. It's it's really semantics, but here we originally urban, we originally had black though. Yeah, we that was like had one black. extra was saying yeah. like right. number one for black, black music, music. Yeah. exactly. And then that was urban, choice of was that was their thing. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Exactly, but Urban kind of came in, in my view, as a way to open up black music to non-black people. Yeah, it was it, it was a way, I think, to maybe make it feel inclusive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I literally, I think it was, I think it was specifically and purposefully to disenfranchise black people. I said it. (laughs) (laughs) Take it by my top. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, essentially, essentially, that's what happens when you take a word like that and you switch it to make it inclusive. Mm. Because that's what you're doing. Yeah. Essentially, by doing that. Exactly. And just like, you know, it just meant that if you were an urban artist, you're automatically looked at in a certain way. You're now only eligible for certain opportunities yeah. as an artist or as whatever if you're working in that urban space but it like, would have oh, been exactly the, it would have been the there. same if not worse if you if when you're when you use the word black purely because for so many years we've been conditioned to believe that just say the word itself Something sounds negative. so yeah. mad like yeah. oh black like yeah. you know what i'm saying like yeah. oh <laughs> shit like yo oh my so, God. we're gonna say urban we're still gonna treat you the same type of way yeah. still gonna treat but, you black yeah yeah but <laughs> we just yeah, it, just, yeah. it makes it just feel a bit more comfortable but it's still a bit it's easier to yeah. say yeah. Yeah. and it tough. also means that we can sneak in whoever from our side that, that really wanna, we that's 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 really the main thing that. because the treatment is still the same but again it's about the power of words and what you mm. can yeah, put yeah, in exactly. or take out of them and so for yeah in the uk it's meant that you know if you're working on urban artists you're fighting for smaller video budgets than their white counterparts mm. yeah, these yeah, things yeah. like you're kind of like just you're seen as less than it's an yeah. urban division it's less mm. than yeah, yeah. whereas in the states they've come full circle now and urban means where i hope we're going and it's like no this is they were doing that with the word black to them. Yeah. yeah what yeah, they did yeah. to us of urban. So obviously it's, you know, context with different countries, slightly different yeah. struggles and situations. But for us, that was really important. Um, just to, just to open up a conversation because yeah, it's hard being in a room when you're talking about black music and you feel like people are looking at you like it's mad that you said it's black music. It's yeah, mad. I know. It's the truth. Do you get me? <laughs> and so, ain't no one saying that like you can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can, no one ain't said that right. you can't Except do it. Except what you're doing. Yeah, yeah right. this is it. This is no, what it is. And you're doing black music. Yeah. Acknowledge it, pay homage. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Include us all, be fair with payments, all these things. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like it's very multi-layered. So yeah. So all of those aims with in that payments. open letter. This is deep. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's deep. Um, so I, yeah, I felt like 
that was that was that was how we based those points off. Yeah. And literally, bearing in mind, yeah, just for the record, for anyone that doesn't know, obviously we all work in music and we're doing this, but we we're not qualified. Like this is this is something that is just born out of pure passion mm-hmm. and you know emotion. We're upset. We're rattled by what is happening and all the experiences that we're going through in a lockdown as black members of staff wherever we work and people like like yeah. Cheryl, Cheryl's not in music but it's the same shit different toilet do you know what I mean mm. like yeah. it's a society issue and yeah. the music industry and the black music coalition really is a some microcosm for wider issues that happen to all of us no matter yeah. what we do yeah. Um, and yeah it just felt like raw cool everyone's behind this there's there's a need for this. People are like, right, like, I didn't have anyone to talk to. Yeah. This is happening to me at work. I didn't even, right. I didn't know anyone to even reach out to, to get advice or yeah, whatever. And it just felt- emails and messages were just like, whoa. Mind blowing. Yeah, proper mind, mind blowing. blowing. What, a year on, Yeah. what's changed? Man, you gotta, you gotta get music week, Chucky. Cause we speak <laughs> about that. <laughs> In. Oh, I saw this. I posted <laughs> on my LinkTin. Did Fucking you? Oh. Sick. Yeah, you gotta get that. That's <laughs> Down a little bit. I still can't believe that we just. That's nuts, you know. This is cold. Still, I can't lie. It's mad, isn't it? Right. This it's is cold. Proper mad. We cover girls. <laughs> <laughs> no. this is cold. I was nervous. Else. Let me not. But lie in a that. nutshell, what has though? What would you say has? Incremental steps have been made. Mm-hmm. Conversations are easier. Mm-hmm. People that look like us Ooh, can now say conversations things are easier. and say them with our chest right, and not feel yeah, like yeah. we have to tip-toe kind of tiptoe or yeah, toe the line or just misshaping yourself to get a point across. Mm-hmm. Like, I think people are just being more open and honest on, yeah. on, on the black side. Mm-hmm. And I think on the other side, the, the, maybe where the power used to be held and certain attitudes used to be able to reside. Mm-hmm. Um, it's now like, oh, people are knowing that they have to come a bit better, yeah, come yeah, a yeah. lot 100%, better. 100%. So it's, uh, but the thing is, it's it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's you, like, have to take, you have to take small steps to make a big, of course. to make big effects in it. Yeah, you can't 100%. just leap. It just doesn't work like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, each, mm. each step, each step means something. Yeah. yeah. And just to just to um to go on something that Kamali said as well, it was like, you know, all of these these moves and things that we're trying to do as the Black Music Coalition, people have come before us and tried to do mm-hmm. and have done and there have been, you know, elements of success, but what we're actually doing is not new. The thing the reason why we're able to move forward and I feel like we are moving forward is because we're seizing the day. And because, Mm. and this brings it right back round to George Floyd, you can't act like you don't know anymore. Yeah, 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 for real. You cannot, nobody can sit there and act brand new Mm. and act like they don't know about the issues. That ain't happening. So there's that reckoning. So you have to kind of be like, okay, let me pay attention now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So that's, that's a big difference. I don't think people can hide behind kind of ignorance or faux naivety. Mm It's like now nah, you you see what it is, mm. and then because of the things that have come up, because of it, the things that people are saying, like the the shit that's gone on in certain industries and in certain workspaces, mm. like and they've been they're they're outed now. Right. They're outed. Yeah. Uh-huh. This ain't like a whispering thing. They're outed now. Then if leadership really are leaders, mm. 
Mm-hmm. They have to be seen to be dealing with it. So mm-hmm. there's, yeah. even if you don't want to be dealing with it, you're going to have to do Facts. it. Yeah. yeah. And I think with the black square, I think, in with like a lot of people that I spoke to and just in general, like that black square obviously was thrown up by all of us. But any of the businesses or whatever that threw up, it's kind of like, all right, cool. So you understand yeah. what we're going through. Mm-hmm. You're actually paying attention. So that's like a, that's like a, um, what do you call it? A social contract now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, you threw yeah. it up. So now yeah. it's our job to make sure we're sticking to the program of moving forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Instead, unless sticking it on there. Yeah, yeah instead yeah, of going like that. Unless like, that was the performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless yeah, yeah. he was just taking I mean, well, energy. naturally there's going to be some like, of course. you know, some performity. Mm. I know yeah. that's not a word, but you, there's going to be some of that because some people are going to want to feel like they just don't want to stand. They just mm. want to be in yeah, of course. the crowd a bit because yeah. they don't want to. Yeah. But I think that's where, you know, most of these, most if not all of them have at least one black person that works for them. Yeah. A lot of these companies and that's where we step in, you know, especially like on the independent side where yeah. the board I sit on, where we've literally been talking to loads of the companies and just basically letting their staff know that we're there. So if they do have these little incidents with such and such or these sort of feelings obviously if it's all white workforce they can't go there right. but yeah. they can jump on the phone and be like yeah. you know talk and it's like alright cool you remember we had that phone call whatever the company is maybe your steps aren't right that you're taking do you know it's not a thing of like calling people out and being like oh you're right or wrong it's like you want to move forward, right? You throw out the blacks where you've realised, obviously you can be a better person, do better business, whatnot. Yeah. Mm. Let's all do that then. Do you know what yeah. I mean? There's no reason why we should go back to the nepotism that already, that once existed in the music industry mm. and all of these things if we're already moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and especially yeah. with black culture being at the forefront of everything. We're at the 100%. forefront of fashion, everything. music, yeah, yeah, yeah. film, um, whatever. Everything. So I think yeah. that's why <laughs> this moment was able to happen a year ago because yeah. at the moment, yeah, it's, you know, it's in such a rich place that it was like actually yeah. how comes we've it's doing so well we've come so far but we're still seeing what yeah. could be our dad or our brother being killed yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean course. and also it's like more to the point more to your mm. point um, it's like before yeah cool we had the odd artist that was yeah. not the odd artist because we've, we've got a rich history but mm. in terms of like really having chart success and really moving the dial yeah. it was much fewer and further between but now if you look at the charts if anyone oh, it's a mad thing <laughs> like it affects their bottom line now all of these companies not yeah, just yeah. The, I'll mm. speak on music because that's yeah. what I do but like these companies can't ignore that now because we're making you too much money yeah yeah for real we're making too much money and the artists uh they're younger they're not from this generation where it's that like, put up and shut up mm-hmm. that's they're not what we're on yeah, yeah, yeah. do you get me like and that's not what i'm on either like i'm i'm young enough to be just like no yeah. I, didn't, I didn't grow up on that do you get me so mm. like maybe your star black artist is going to be like raw what you're not you're not back in you're not back in the movement yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right, cool i'm not even I'm not mm. showing up to work then or right. might not continue with you and these things matter and this isn't a black issue, but that's just like people going on strike. That kind yeah, of action yeah, 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 yeah. has an effect because it affects a company's bottom line. Yeah. And if that's how far we have to go to prove our worth, to make us, you know, be able to be valued more in future and get better pay and better opportunities and, you know, reduce the, our lack of upward mobility in these companies and yeah. dropping off at mid-management if we're lucky if not internships if there, and yeah. now we're forced into doing oh yeah I'm just doing my own thing I've got to make my own record label my own mm. this my own that because black people can and will yeah. but that shouldn't be for everybody we shouldn't we're not all 
just hustlers because we're black. Yeah, Do you get me? Also, no, but we need to fight mm. for black mediocrity too. Yeah, yeah, fight. You should yeah. be able to be no, mediocre. Like, like, honestly. Yeah. You I should have. be able to get the promotion. <laughs> I should be able to just do my yeah. level nine to Yo, five. Yeah, and, and progress up there. And just be cool get, with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and not feel like, like, you know what? Everyday black excellence. Right. Yeah, exactly, that basic. Right, right. Yeah, that's for real. Like the basic package. But I say that to say like, I say that to say, even that is more from the, the aspect of like, yeah, not everyone needs to go and it shouldn't be set up. It shouldn't have to be a thing where everyone feels like they need to go and start their own business yeah. and stuff like that. Like sometimes just the promotion in here mm. and then yeah. and building up through that is nice. And you, I think that for a long time, you weren't seeing that in the music industry in particular. It was almost used to a point yeah. and then maybe that person would move on and go somewhere else mm-hmm. and it would still be to that point. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Now you're starting to see more man-like, you yeah. know. And because we can and we should. And, and, it, and so it's supposed to be that way. Important. Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be that way. Especially if, obviously, if the music is going in the direction that it's going in, it's, it's supposed to, the, the, the industry is supposed to reflect that as far as I'm concerned. 100%. Mm-hmm. And it's good that I'm starting to see that. It's good that I'm starting to see, you know, I'm, I'm ringing certain man and they're flipping direct doing certain things i'm like yeah. oh, flipping out oh, this is crazy it's incredible yeah. and yeah, yeah. Incredible and i think we, scenes. it is though <laughs> yeah. and i think we've all worked hard enough to to get there mm-hmm. and there's still yeah, a damn long way to go still and i don't think that way. we're ever gonna be not even just in this situation mm. here but just in life like we're just never ever going to live in harmony ever mm. yeah and Who? i'm cool with that huh Who? the world Oh right, no, yeah. I, no that's like, the nature that's of man. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? So, that, so with that, there's always going to be some type of. Huh? Oh, sorry. And we trying no, to chat at my man. Okay. Oh, what happened to this rice thing? But um, I'm good, thank you, love. But yeah, there's always going to be some type of conflict and some type some people yeah. put um, pitting people against each other and whatnot. But that doesn't mean that we can't try to always strive for what we feel is right and what is and justice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I think that's really, that's really at the heart of what we're doing. And, and like Cheryl said, it's not a, it's not a sprint. It is definitely a marathon. And all the people that have come before that have tried to do this work, and all the people that are going to come after, yeah. all we can do is make it easier for yeah, yeah. the next kind of lot. Hundred um, percent. But yeah, and also back to Seb's point because we not glossed over it, but obviously after the open letter, and then we formed as the Black Music Coalition. Um, there was a couple of the members of the indie committee that, uh, well, w- which is now the indie committee approached us and was just like, yeah, like obviously we, we're so supportive of what you're doing. We're really into it, but we feel like it was quite major and corporate level facing. And actually there's a lot of work to be done in the indie space and arguably more so because there's a, obviously it's mm. your independent minded, yeah, like literally yeah, yeah. it's in the like independent labels, companies, like, you're not all right and you might be the only black person on your team if you work at like an indie label Mm -hmm. or at a like a small management company Mm -hmm. and so you know if you're in a situation where your boss is treating you unfairly based on your race or anything like that you just don't see the career paths like you are literally yeah and it's hard to say it's not hard to say oh who do you tell who you gonna call Mm. do you get like you can't do that and so 
it was a really great way for us to kind of meet in the middle and obviously Seb, I'll let you yeah. like talk more on the indie committee, but there's just so much work to be done across the board. It's not mm. just record labels. It's not yeah. just live, like live is another area. Like we are super underrepresented in considering, you know, you look at the wireless lineup. Mm. Mm. I can name the black promoters and agents that are, that are active right now on mm. maybe even one hand. Right, right, right. Wow. Maybe two, but do you know what I mean? That are pro- that that yeah. are known and in, and really yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, making yeah, yeah, moves yeah. and promoters is a myth, right? Just yeah. live across the board on all levels, and so it's like there's so much work to be done, and people just need to pull up. Like that's everyone, and the Black Music Coalition yeah. obviously exists now, but it's not a closed door. It's not just us. Like this is it now. It's like mm. listen, if the, if there's issues, like pull up. Let's pull all up. do the work because yeah. we can't do it just us Mm -hmm. (laughs) do you know what I mean and that's never the plan like it is very much uh it's it's group work continuous work and and it's hard work it's bloody hard let me tell you that for free (laughs) yeah it's hard hard, you know it's It's been hard because bear in mind we've all got day jobs that are demanding Mm. day jobs right it's not this is and again it comes yeah. back to Cheryl's um <laughs> her, her motto of black labor is not free black labor is not free mm-hmm. and elaborate. a lot of elaborate yeah i don't i like i don't work for free <laughs> <laughs> i do not work for free i am very expensive right? my time and my skill mm. um, ought to be appropriately remunerated and that's just fact mm. yeah. and so should everybody's mm. and I think a lot of this work in this space with these companies it's like you are kind of as the black person on the team or black that's, people on the team mm. it's like oh so it so falls what, to you what should we do then what should we talk yeah. about you you lead oh everyone's a bit shy but it's and like it's emotional labour yeah but I'm traumatised yeah awkward. I can't talk yeah, about this yeah. I can't talk about that yeah and it's emotion. Right. It's emotional labor. Sometimes it can be one of the things that you also realize in in places where maybe you're an employee, and if you're like the black employee or the you know mm. the brown employee, and you're taking on all of this like D and D E and I work, diversity, equality, and inclusion work, that can actually steer you away from the work that you're supposed to be yes. doing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ten months down the line, you come into an appraisal, and imagine some stupid supervisor tells you, "Oh well, you haven't really made much movement on." these accounts were done yeah. but you're thinking but hold on mm. i've got the whole of your dei strategy mm. on my shoulders mm. do you see what i mean so that people need to recognize the work that it is mm. in on so many different levels and yeah. definitely and that yeah. it's not enough for just us as the black yeah. people to do it yeah because mm. we know we know what we go through it's mm. about the companies and the system to acknowledge the yeah. gaps and the shortcomings and where they need to improve yeah. for everyone because ultimately it does improve acknowledge but, and act upon yeah, yeah. right yeah so, and I think yeah it just highlighted also I think for a lot of people maybe like the privileges that they've had not obviously those of us in the Black Music Coalition but you know some of our counterparts our work counterparts mm. that we just we mess with and rock with normally for them to be like right actually you didn't go to private school or do you know that's a little thing for them to actually because there's been like this sort of thing that like even regardless of where you come from like race wise in the music industry like you're all from a similar place or a similar background do you know what I mean I think it just kind of that period highlighted it and kind of mm-hmm. just made people mm-hmm. realize oh hold on actually maybe my Cody that I A&R with actually has come from a disadvantage maybe I should mm-hmm. bear that in mind maybe we should look at these things how comes we do only have one black person working here. Mm. Maybe that's because there isn't enough 
young kids out there that know they can have a career in it other yeah. than, that's a, that's other a than very, being very, a rapper yeah. or being the rapper's manager because yeah, yeah. that's how I got into it yeah. do you know what I mean but you don't know that it's only as you get into it you start meeting people like right there's a job at A&R you yeah. can do marketing you can do X, Y and Z uh, whereas you know there's there's, there's other so children much, who know straight away so what they sick, can do with it right. yeah. they just know naturally and I guess now that there's so many of us here yeah, yeah. we kind of have almost like that duty to kind of yeah. allow the younger versions of us to know this it gives it, gi- it gives that it gives that possibility of being it because you yeah, can see it of course it. before you could, couldn't see it could only see like Brother, one or two I remember yeah <laughs> I actually remember when Ben told mm. me that he was doing a and R in. Mm. I was like, oh, yeah, that's sick. Yeah. What's that? Fam, I didn't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I was just like, oh, what? You got the, yeah. Oh, yeah. sick. Yeah, 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 but I don't yeah, know yeah. what even that is. Yeah. yeah. Do you get what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, now you hear that name, you hear, you hear A&R mm-hmm. in a lot more yeah. now. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And also you, you're starting to see more managers and mm. you're starting to see that. So like, but that's really important. There's before. so many other careers in it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's law. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. There's, there's, you know, there's finance. Yeah, yeah. It's obviously not sexy, but some people like to do finance. Yeah, yeah. Some you know what I mean? Like, good with the numbers and that. Yeah. The, um, there's so many promoters, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, promoters, the live side of it yeah. and whatnot. There's digital advertising. There's so much Advertising, too. yeah, yeah. yeah. And the advertising thing now is like quite an exciting role in terms of like, like organising brand mm. partnerships and all of those type of things um, that are a lot more, they're, they're a lot more reachable now than they were before mm-hmm. do you get what I'm saying there's so many like there's so many brand collaborations that can be made yeah. from yeah. doing stuff like that mm-hmm. exactly. um, which makes the job even more exciting now do you know what yeah, I mean yeah. yeah so exactly yeah you lot are doing some great work man and it's good I just I love the energy in that I love I love what it is that you stand for and how important that this is to you and that like even when you know there there may seem like there's times where it's, it's quiet it's not really though mm. it's not it's not really it's never Yo, you lot will pull up it's never you lot will pull up yeah. come and look in our in our yeah. uh, whatsapp it's, it's not, never quiet yeah it's that's never good never quiet it's sometimes never you have quiet. to force the quietness mm, that's good <laughs> um, before we leave yeah mm. there was something that I saw that was on your website yeah mm. um, and it said on the, vers- on the anniversary of the murder of George Floyd we would like to simply check in with all our friends and allies and ask them, how are you doing? So I'm asking you mm. on a real one, mm. like, how are you? That's, t- that's, that's, that's deep, deep still. We've got you time. You know what? I am, I'm very excited about, I think, yeah, I think we are mm. in a really, really good space as people that are working within black music in the UK right now. Mm. I feel honored to be part of that movement and this time I think we're going to look back at this and be like wow like this was a real seminal moment in what this is going to become and already has been um but I think it's hard like it's it's difficult we we do have different challenges um we are working against all odds do you know what I mean and and I also don't want to backtrack too far from this question yeah because you're doing we but i want to know how no, you know i know no, i was gonna say no, <laughs> I'm you know what i'm gonna say 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 you know what i'm gonna
<laughs> you know why? Because I wanted to I wanted to mention <laughs> our manifesto that right. so after the open letter we created a manifesto which literally is our roadmap to what we're doing at the Black Music Coalition and some of the things that you touched on in terms of, you know, educating the next generation of what their opportunities are, like highlighting the legacy, showing you what the history is because for example, like Jackie Davidson, like she's been part of records as a manager and, and you know, managing songwriters that like they've made prolific music and Absolute not and not and not, not just for black mm. artists. No, for no, white, for white for artists. artists mm. like, you get me? Stone cold absolute smash hits right. to Wayne, the highest degree. Right. Like Wayne, Wayne I couldn't Hector. believe you know what? When I Wayne was working Hector. with Jackie yeah, mm. I didn't even know that she was that like, I didn't know that she was that. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. She was just like uh like she was like an auntie to me. Yeah. But also like just so very helpful and like um like watching her was quite inspiring, like how she was grinding and like mm. picking up that she was I was always very timid in like picking up the phone and asking for things or whatever. Jackie's not that. Yeah. She's picking up the phone and asking for whatever it is, no matter how, you know, ambitious or ambiguous it is or whatever, yeah. she's just on job. And it was only until like over a period of time like working there, I'm starting to realise, oh what, like she's managing this done. Yeah. And he wrote this. this and there's certain Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like it's, it's a crazy. whole yeah and it, I look back at that even now and I'm like fuck like we like, we ain't talked about that enough right mm. so that's th- th- Westlife and, and all them man Westlife you know? Wayne Hector like yeah, these, yeah. these people Jinjin Camille Dio yeah. like there are black songwriters past and present yeah that have been involved in incredible songs that aren't mm. just for us mm. and it and sometimes it's made to feel like we can only do the stuff that's for us and that's why yeah so just back to the manifesto i think that's a really important arm the legacy arm making sure that we're leaving something behind for people and for yeah yeah, the younger generation to be like raw like oh i didn't know i could be a songwriter i thought i had to be the rapper or the singer and that's Mm -hmm. it like didn't know i could be the engineer i don't and all of these things and i feel like yeah, the manifesto is very important. You can read it on our website. Do you know what? Let's stop, stop there, stop there. I'm coming back to you. Okay. Yeah, I'm coming back to you. How are you, bro? How are you? I'm good, you know. I'm very good. Can't complain in all honesty. Um, things are good, man. I'm just literally processing a lot of things still. Because it constantly is. And I guess, yeah, at the moment, little thing for me personally is obviously... Um, Going back to like what you said, obviously the videos that you see of Hyde, of Hyde Park and in Birmingham, right. and just like some of the energy that these younger kids have, mm. and then also thinking about obviously the images that we're portraying by the music. Do you know what I mean? Like just kind of like yeah, just sort of like the energy we're putting out music-wise, mm. and then the energy that is out there and these young people just kind of looking at it. I'm thinking as an A&R, like where do I sit in that, and where mm. do I, what's my approach to that? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. Um, Personally, for me, yeah, seeing things like that, that, that is literally, that could have been me mm. at that age. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Andrew. um, Wasn't always a and do you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, kind of, yeah, just makes me think like, hmm, that sort of thing. <laughs> no, but, yeah, ultimately, you can't complain, man, man, it is very good. So. Do you know what? I, I'm really good as well. Right. And I'm like, so when I'm, when I'm good, <laughs> I'm gonna be unapologetic mm. about it. Right. So like, yeah, I'm really good. I feel really um, 
I feel really haps right now about like things that are happening, progress that's being made. So yeah, I just feel yeah. good. And also, um, what I was gonna say is that, you know, we've spoken about like some really heavy subjects mm. in this podcast. Mm. And um, sometimes I'm, I'm always thinking, I don't want people, I, I mean, I don't do anything for the white gays, but I don't want people <laughs> to think that the black experience is like all, Demon, trauma, no, no, it's not. Joyous, man. No, what's, joyous. The the what's the pod? What's the pod? What's the pod? It's a pod. Even though we've like spoken about all of these subjects, yeah, to yeah. be mm. honest with you, I just feel like, and this is like not even hyperbole, mm. like life is lit. Mm. 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 Like for mm. me, being a black woman, being mm. a Niger, like yeah. being yeah. a Niger, it's, it's yeah, lit. If I come back again, I'm coming oh, back. This. I, I want this. this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to be black. Yeah. Right? Like it's, it's lit. I'm I like, don't turn me into no frog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to be black. Yeah, in London. <laughs> yeah. In London. <laughs> put me back there. Yeah. Or if you're gonna put me somewhere further from there, put me in Hertfordshire so I can get to London. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't put me in London. Like. No, it's it's good. It's, um, it's good. That's Life good. is good, and yeah, we're just we on give a tanks. positive one. Yeah, we, we give, give tanks. tanks. So how are you? I'm good. <laughs> right. I'm really good. Um, things are going well. Like I said, it is. Some days are difficult, and yeah. you are spread a bit thin mm. between your actual day job, this mm. stuff. Yeah. Um, and just yeah, life in it. And mm. we've just had. We've all had such a weird year. I think it's just kind of finding time in the middle of all of that to yeah, just check in with yourself even and. Mm. I think definitely the end of last year, I burnt out. And so I'm Imagine. trying to just not do that again. And I think, I'm you know. i my mood board, you know. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. That's good. <laughs> but yeah, and I also think like, it's really helpful to have, um, yeah, like the BMC and the group that we found, like day to day, like we're speaking, especially between me, Afriye and Shaw, mm -hmm. and our intern Yasmin, like we're just, we're just talking all the time and, you know, life is happening like all, the time. all the time to us. You all get me? It's like, we're, we're, we're moving. People are having kids. People are getting mm. married. You know what I mean? It's mm. like, yeah. we're all, life is still happening amongst all this madness. And I've just found it very um, important and strengthening to have like that group there that I right. know whether, you know, we've got yeah. like a wider mm -hmm. like group where we all communicate certain things, whatever. And, you know, like for example, Joe Kentish being made president of Warner Records the other day as the first black yeah. president of Warner music in the UK ever. Cool. Like mm -hmm. those things, it's like just to be able to not like Cheryl said, it's not just the bad stuff because we're doing amazing work. Yeah, like, yeah, we're, yeah. There's a lot of good success, shit happening. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's just nice to have a space where you can just like celebrate each other a little right. bit, yeah. pat yourselves yeah. on the back and right. just go, you know what you're doing wicked because yeah. sometimes day to day in this job, it's rare that you feel like that. Even mm -hmm. when things are going good, yeah. It's a more money, more problem, problems right. thing. Do you get me? Right. It's just like, oh, like, cool. You got a number one, but can you do it for two weeks? Can you do it for yeah. free? Do you get it's, it's kind of never ending. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I, I think just as a whole, I'm trying to do better at just appreciating the moment and where I'm at right. and the good stuff. And, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and just, just enjoying it, man, because... It's, there's a lot to enjoy. There so is. yeah, as a whole, I'm a good, good but I'm 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 working You're on working my balance. On. Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. I respect yeah. it. Um, yes. We give thanks before before you leave. Then, um, what is one thing that people need to know and and 
like they just need to know about obviously we know about you so <laughs> make it outside of it so it can be a song it could be a instagram page it could be a it could be any literally anything what is one thing that you feel that people should know about it could be a documentary mm. could be anything Oof. i just want to do a shameless plug is it an artist go on you yeah. can do it yeah, go on. that yeah, works absolutely. go on that works i've already shouted hamza out at the beginning of the pod yeah go on um but my other artist manelia is just incredible in my personal tell me view, a song uh she really burst onto the scene of say yeah all right cool early 2020 um and her latest release senseless it's just that good quality high quality right. r&b oh, and she's british but it's it's there's a whole, you know, the whole UK R&B conversation that mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah. air, it's dead. It's not about that. It's just the fact that she's excellent. Right. And she's an amazing writer. She's black. She just had a baby. Right. She is killing the game and she's one to watch. And just, yeah, it's just a very, I think it's an exciting time for that space in music. Sure. There's amazing girls coming up. And yeah, it's just a, a privilege to, again, just going back to my point of like, we're really at the cusp of something. Right, and right. I just feel so privileged to even be in the mix working of artists like that, that are gonna just, just move the dial for us all mm-hmm. in our work and in culture and space. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. she definitely, I feel, is at the forefront of that. Yeah. So everyone should yeah. check out Manelia, Say Yeah, Shoot, Senseless, After 6 EP, mm-hmm. and we've got more coming. You're such a real I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Anything. Like, um, I just really want to say that Kamali's just my don. <laughs> really, Check her no, out. Check no, out Kamali. Yeah, no, I know, I know. She knows why I'm saying it. Like, I really, really love her and you said. <laughs> and, um, yeah, just, you know. In the words of Drake and Future, life is good. Right? Yeah, well, do, is there something that anything like anything that someone needs to like? They, did you watch anything recently that banged, or a tune, or like a brand? Is there like a brand that you like mm. recently started working with that you? I'll give you some time, Seb. What you got? Do you know what? I stumbled across the um, Dave Chappelle podcast the other day. Oh, Midnight Miracle. I, I listened to that. Yeah, it's cold. It's cold. It's cold. It's cold yeah. yeah, it's pure jokes. Like proper. Okay. Early morning set me up in a good vibe for the day. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I'll probably me. say that. All right, six, six, six. Go on then, quickly. I don't know what to say. Really? No, I really don't. Okay, so I told you, like, I'm supposed to be filming some stuff, right? Yeah. And I just. I just can't get into it. I would talk about it. Oh, I'm supposed to be like, like even right now, I should have captured this because. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just can't get into it though. I, I can't hear get that. into it. So it's just, yeah, I'm just, it's good. I'm good. Everything's good. Uh, don't worry. You're going to come back again. <laughs> we're we're going to just, we're going to talk some law stuff. Mm, oh, we're going to, we need to do that. I think that would be a really good episode. But listen, honorable shout out to you. You know, um, I appreciate you, honestly. Like, it's amazing what you lot are doing and it's so needed as well. And um, yeah, if you need me for anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Love, Shout me, man. But text him first. Yeah, text me first. Yeah, because I don't answer, I don't answer numbers I don't know. <laughs> hey, listen, hey, thanks for listening, everyone, yeah? Love. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly. 
But sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland. And you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.